0: Hey, friend, I am so excited you're here. I'm Marianne Anderson. You might know me from This Loud House on Instagram, and I have a secret to share with you. I'm not really an expert, but I have a ton of friends who are. And each week you can join us for inspiring, fun, and practical tips on how to decorate your home, organize your space, take care of your body, chase those dreams rock that outfit you just got at Target. And girl, we're going to help you with what the heck to make for dinner too. This is the Life Sunny Side Up Podcast. Welcome. day, you guys. I have the honor of sitting down with my friend, the amazing Jenny Caspers. You might know her from A Clean Prism Life on Instagram. And she is the creator of the brand, A Clean Prism Life. She's an interior stylist, a product photographer, an influencer for sure. And you guys, she's been featured on Better Homes and Gardens. She's had partnerships with Ashley Home Store, Kirkland's, Decor Steel. She was published in Heart and Hand. And G and G magazine and she had the cover of your handmade home magazine. So I know you guys are going to get so much value and you're going to learn so many great tips on decorating your space from my girl, Jenny Casper's. So if you love this episode, friend, I want you to do three things, okay? First, subscribe, and then that way you never miss an episode, and I'd love to hear your comments, so make sure you leave one of those too. And you can take a screenshot, and you can post it on Facebook and Instagram and share with your friends. Make sure that you tag me at This Loud House, and you can use the hashtag Life Sunny Side Up Podcast. You guys, what an honor it is to sit down with the beautiful Jenny Caspers that I have had the pleasure of getting to know over the past two years. And I'll never forget when I first joined Instagram, I somehow ended up in this collaboration group and she had this gorgeous decor account and I was brand new and I had no idea what I was doing. And she was so nice. She was so welcoming and inclusive. And I thought to myself, gosh, one day I'd love to be friends with her. And here we are. And so I know y'all are going to love hearing from Jenny. She is a clean prism life on instagram and her account is just that it's gorgeous but jenny you know i say this all the time i know that nobody arrives where they are it's a process and so just for our listeners we'd love to hear the journey of jenny becoming a clean prism life how did you decide to start the account and take us back give us the story
1: oh my gosh you are so funny well i am just so glad that we've become friends What a fun story of how it all happened and everything you said was so sweet. (laughs) Okay, so how did this start? Well, I was pregnant and at an office job and I knew when I had my baby, I did not want to go back to that office job. (laughs) So I was saving up money, saving up, saving up for that moment that I said, (sighs) I quit. (laughs) I was really nervous about it, but I really wanted to stay home with with my daughter. And so the time came and I said, I quit. And oh, I wavered. I was so nervous. Is this the right thing for me to do? But I wanted to be home with my baby. And so, so began the journey of being a mom for the first time and making all the things work. And I had a lot of time at home. And that changes things. It's not easy. It's not a big vacation being at home. You get a little stir crazy with the baby. And I just felt this need to be creative. My office job was purely for an income and I didn't get to be creative. And that's what I love to do is create things. I didn't know what I was going to create, but something kind of naturally came out of me. I have always loved Pinterest Love to create my Pinterest boards, spent so much time and energy doing that. And it became this thing where I said, why am I spending so much time doing this? And it's not getting me an income. I mean, yes, it was fun and it was a great release, but it wasn't getting me an income. And somehow I thought, well, I I like my taste. <laughs> I like my taste in things. I think I have good taste in things, all things baby related and house related and beauty and things that I like. And I thought, I think I have good taste. So I made an Instagram account that was called the clean prism. (laughs) (laughs) I came up with this. I know it's, it's so weird. And today it sounds weird to say it, but somehow it fits. And so my idea of what that meant was I loved all things clean, you know, and taking care of the house and products for my child and food and all the, and pretty images that had a clean aesthetic. And then the word prism, you know, means basically going off in all directions, you know, putting something in and the rainbow shooting out in all directions. And so I thought that fit for, you know, the different, areas of life that I was going to talk about. So basically I made an inspiration page where I was sharing my favorite brands, baby wise and house wise and decor and all of that. And it got to another point when it was really fun, but it was like, hmm, why am I just talking about these other brands for them? (laughs) I'm not getting anything in return. They're not even like liking the photos. What is my point? And I got to a weird spot where I said, you know what? I bet I could take my own photo. <laughs> and it was really nerve wracking. I remember I had my husband hold up his light box that he used to have from like seasonal winter depression disorder or whatever, you know, the light oh box that give you happiness. I know. Yeah. It's, like, it's so nerdy. I staged a little setup, had him hold it up. And I got my first picture, and I posted it, and it just felt like the most vulnerable, weirdest thing. It was like, that's my house, and I'm making it public. People can see inside of my house. Oh, my gosh. And that was the start. I eventually said, I don't need to do that other page. And so I made this page. It was called a clean prism life so that I had freedom to have it be about me and go in whatever direction I wanted to. And I said goodbye to that old page. And it was this journey of really
0: sharing myself
1: and my home. And so that's how that started.
0: (laughs) I love that. And I remember the day I posted my first photo on Instagram and it is this weird feeling. You almost feel like you're at the mall just in your bra and underwear, you know? I mean, it's like... Oh my gosh. Oh, I just am putting myself out there, but it is spring. Don't you think it is? I mean, it's just kind of like, Oh, I did it. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, exactly. I love that. Well, I know in the beginning, you know, you're just starting and you don't have this huge budget, right? You guys are a one income family. And so I just think I'd love to hear some tips. Like how did you decorate on a budget before you were working with brands and they're giving you things or paying you to take pictures? At the very beginning, how, how did you do that?
1: Well, one of the things that I did is I I was not a fan of my whole house. I was not a fan of even a whole room in my house. It was not up to my standards and I did not have the money to go buy a bunch of stuff to make it over. So I started to make vignettes. I would find some of my favorite things around my house or else I actually got obsessed with going to garage sales and finding little finds and styling just a little setup and it could just be on a table, or even if you show like part of a chair and a little zoomed out more. But I would just style things using items that I loved. You know, I would go to Home Goods and find a little, you know, really, really nice candle that maybe looked really pretty, had a nice outside. And I would just take a picture of like three little things set together. And that's what I did. And I, I, it grew into, okay, well now I'm going to clean this area of my home, maybe take away that ugly chair that I don't like and, or replace it with a really nice pillow. Cause that nice pillow will make the chair not look so bad. And I started to get more confident and show more and more of the house. And that did not include buying new big things at all. And another thing that I did is I started painting with white chalk paint. It became my new thing. I would go out in the garage and I would put on music and just paint. And it was awesome therapy. And all of a sudden, all the dark wood furniture that I had from years and years, or else that I was even finding at garage sales, was bright and light and my house was changing. And that gave me confidence. And it just kind of snowballed.
0: I totally agree. Painting everything white, I feel like just even if it's old and crusty, all of a sudden it's new and it looks yes. great in a photo. Isn't that weird? I think that's yes. so cool. Now, do you remember the first brand that reached out to you, your first collaboration and how did you feel?
1: <gasps> oh my gosh, I don't know if I remember the first one, but it was something like a sign or a throw pillow and Oh my gosh. It felt surreal because it was like a gift being sent to your house, like a present for you. I mean, you don't, we're adults. We don't get stuff for our birthdays really. And here was something coming in the mail to me that I didn't have to pay a dime for. And someone felt value in what I was offering enough to give me something they made for free. And it just felt like just the most valuable thing that I could get. And I was just completely honored to take a picture.
0: (laughs) and yeah. you're like okay this is validation i should keep going yes. you know people really are are loving what i'm doing now somewhere in that process of course your account is growing but when i met you you were not only working growing your account but you were helping other people and i think that's part of what drew me to you i thought this is so cool she actually wants to help other people grow their Instagram accounts and so you started doing all kinds of things. I know we were doing follow trains at the time, you were doing coaching and so how did that come to be? How did you kind of transition from not only am I going to grow but I'm going to help other people grow?
1: Well, you know, I just I feel like I'm I'm real. Uh, I like to break past boundaries. I'm not about being showy. I'm not out to be on Instagram to just grow myself and be, ha ha, look at me up here. I'm so wonderful. I want other people to rise. So I just felt a need to be like, to break through and say, okay, you guys, wasn't that hard? Wasn't that weird? How did we go about choosing what to post and how to edit it and oh my gosh and I just I related with people about that and I went I started to go live a lot on my account and speak about that kind of thing and people really responded to the honesty and not just talking about it like a big show but talking about the real struggle behind it showing struggle and then people were like you should teach about this stuff (laughs) and I was like you know what maybe I can, maybe I can. And so it became this, this journey of sharing about all the little things that I didn't know that people were, were really searching for answers on like what hashtags to use, what even is a photo editing app and how do I use them? You know, how do I get people to see my photo? How do I make friendships? These were the things that nobody was talking about. It was like, we were all expected to know. And so, yeah, I started to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, and I felt like you built a community that I had no idea existed. You know, before I started my Instagram account, I followed decor accounts and you don't really see the behind the scenes and you see all these pretty pictures, but I know there's a story behind the pretty pictures, and I feel like you brought everybody together and created this community that was powerful. It really was and helped so many. I know for me, it helped me grow to 10,000 followers really quickly. I did everything you said to do. So I know <laughs> that it works, and I know people are now going, Okay, so give us some tips. <laughs> I'd love to talk first about photography because I know that's obviously huge. Instagram is driven visually. And so do you take your pictures with your iPhone do you use a professional camera what do you recommend Well oddly enough I
1: jumped in and got a very expensive camera to begin and that was a confidence builder for me because I felt like it would it would make up for where I lacked <laughs> right <laughs> What I was doing right. wasn't that good <laughs> right? It would give it like a really cool effect and look really nice and crisp. So I have been using a professional camera the whole time. I feel like it was a really great investment. Those things are advanced and I do not know how to use the buttons to this day. I know that I just take it with the setting that has flash off and it does me good.
0: (laughs) That is so funny. Do you do manual? not automatic um, no. manual. No, I
1: do automatic. Oh, I don't know about that. That's you? too complicated for me. See, I'm, it's just so, it does the work for you. It is a great investment.
0: <laughs> I love that. So what are you yeah. shooting with right now? Do you have a Canon or a Rebel? It is a Canon Rebel T5 since the mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah. It no, does I, the job. I meant to say Canon or Nikon. Oh my gosh. It's the same thing. I have both of those, <laughs> both of which I do not use and use my iPhone, which is probably not a good idea. Oh man, well, here's
1: the thing. I, that's what I was going to say though. I actually now use my phone because mm-hmm. it's so convenient and it really is good quality. Like if yeah. you have more of the updated iPhones, it is good quality.
0: Yeah. They've come such a long way. I can even tell yeah. from, I think I started with like a six and now I have the latest version and it's, they have some really good shots. Now, do you use it? What app do you use to edit stuff?
1: Okay. So I use PicMonkey, not PicMonkey for your phone, the app that is completely different, does not have the same features. This is me putting my little memory card into my laptop and going to the PicMonkey website, or else you can just email your photos from your phone to yourself and then go get them on your laptop. So PicMonkey. It has a bunch of free settings, but it is, I believe $3.99 a month, but I think it's worth every penny. You can really do details there. So I've been a PicMonkey user for almost 10 years, but I also love on my phone and I've been using it much more frequently just because it's so convenient and that Snapseed.
0: Oh. It's a free app
1: and it isn't as close to PicMonkey as you could get. It is it is great. <laughs> so you're I'm
0: not, not was, a lightroom girl. Interesting. I'm
1: not. You know what? I could be if I spent the time to go in there and try to figure it all out, but to me it's it looks complicated. It doesn't work with how my brain works. I don't know. I feel like the other things are much more simplified and
0: I don't got time to figure out lightroom. Right. And if it's not broke, why fix it? Right. So exactly. Got a system. Do you recommend, I know there's so many presets out there. I personally am a preset junkie and I hoard them basically. (laughs) You can't stop buying them. Do you recommend those for someone that really does not necessarily have an eye for photography? What do you think?
1: You know what? I found the app Presco and that has a ton of different presets, like from all, from warm tones to cool tones to really, really bright. But what I like about it is that you can fade it, the intensity of it in and out. And to me, that's important. We don't want somebody to just be like, mm, snapped a filter on it. Now it's done because it could look crazy and way too orange or whatever like that. We don't want to take presets too far. That's, that's crazy. And that it's a fad right now that will probably die out, but great photos that look great won't die out. And there are some awesome, awesome presets out there. So that's what I love about Presco is you can fade them in and
0: out, but yeah, I'm a fan. Absolutely. I think it gives it a cool look to your page and makes it more uniform and together. But I know I was telling Drew the other day, I'm like, one day we're gonna look back and go, oh man, look at our account and all those presets, like yes, we yes. to so just, wear yeah. something, you know? Hey guys. So if you never want to miss a podcast or any of the scoop that's going on around here, go to www.thisloudhouse.com and subscribe to our newsletter. You get all the fun freebies that I send out and you can join our amazing community. Again, it's www.thisloudhouse.com and subscribe. For somebody that is wanting to start an Instagram account and they're brand new, what would your advice be?
1: Okay, well, I did do my top five tips. Are you ready? I love them? it. I'm so okay. ready. Go. <laughs> okay. Number one is like I said, the vignettes start small. You do not have to have an incredible house or room. Start small and just photograph things you love. Make it really, really simple. <laughs> you know, there's, you might be really intimidated when you see the people out there with the incredible mansions, but trust me, there are people out there that want to see just small, pretty simple things. There is respect out there for that. And you don't have to be the house with the mansion to succeed a hundred percent. So just share what you truly like. Don't try to be anybody else. Take a photo of something you love, even if it's like your favorite coffee mug. When you have coffee every morning and you love to hold that mug and it makes you feel good because it's really cute or has a nice saying on it, people will love that and they will totally connect with that. If you just share a photo holding your little mug, you know what I mean? Or a a sweet view of your backyard, whatever it is that really gives you joy, someone else is going to feel joy with that. So just be you and share what you really like. My next tip would be to learn photo editing to some degree. You do not need to be a pro, but it is much harder to learn how to be a photographer than it is to learn to edit. And you can take the darkest, weirdest photo and make it look good when you brighten it. And PicMonkey and Snapseed that I named earlier, you can actually zoom in and get rid of Crumbs off your floor, and it's very easy to do. What? Oh my gosh!
0: Where has this been all my
1: life? Are you kidding Uh, me? Yeah, you don't even need to clean your house. Forget it. It's all for show. (laughs) Oh man, I love it. (laughs) I know it's so easy. These are the things. Brighten that photo. Get rid of the crumbs, and it looks like this magical space. (laughs) Okay. So my third tip is comment. Okay, comment, comment on other people's photos. No one knows you exist. I know it feels like if you just made your account, you posted your first photo, you're so vulnerable. Ah, but nobody knows it's there because they haven't seen it. You're so small and just sitting there. No one knows that you just took that step. Go out and comment on other people's things. That is how they'll know you exist. If you like photos, most people don't really go through everyone that liked their photo. There's just too many likes. They don't sit and click through. You need to comment and you need to say something that's specific to their photo. Even asking a question is a really great thing to do because then you get a response. But say something specific, not like love this or just an emoji. Say something like wow, that is a really cool bedspread. Where did you get it? And then all of a sudden you're sparking conversation and you're getting people that you might've been intimidated by to respond to you. And you'll find that they are nice and they will remember you. And when they're planning an event on Instagram, they'll be like, oh, I remember that sweet Susan who always comments on my stuff. And that's kind of how it spirals and you get connected. Okay my next step would be to reach out because if you don't no is always going to be your answer and that is for with people if you want to create some kind of fun like follow train if you don't know what that is it's basically everyone posts the same photo and the same caption and it says follow all of us and we'll follow you back and that's a fun way for everyone on both sides to get followers and if you are like no one's reaching out to me, go reach out to someone and say, Hey, you know, do you have any of these coming up? Or maybe would you like to make one with me? If you don't do it, no one's going to find you. I mean, they could, you know, if you're nice, like I said before, but basically go out and ask. And same thing with companies. A lot of companies, even big companies are active on their Instagram DMs. You can just DM them. They have somebody that's managing that account and they'll send you to the right place. If you need to email someone, they'll say, oh yeah, email our social media department. Here's the email. It's not going to hurt you to just try. The worst answer you can get is no. And that's where you were before not getting opportunities like that and also small shops people that are you know having an etsy page and trying to promote their little their little things the smaller the better because that they're more likely to say yes and be more willing to send you a free product if it's not that expensive so absolutely get your name out there and make some friendships and reach out and try to get things done for yourself you know i love that and then last tip is to treat it like a job
0: because... <laughs> if
1: you want to get paid, you've got a surprise. Yes. you got
0: to treat it like a job.
1: <laughs> Amen. If this is just a hobby for you, oh, do it at your own free will. Go to town. It's an awesome creative outlet. But if you're looking to grow and maybe make an income through it or get some free stuff, you have got to be on this app every single day and not just check in for a half hour in the morning. You have got to be constantly <laughs> figuring all the stuff out, going through hashtags, figuring out what hashtags to use. My best advice with hashtags, I'll say real quickly, is don't use something that has too few posts underneath it. Like something like, oh my goodness, I don't know, like hashtag today. Like too specific or
0: something. Too specific.
1: Yeah. There's like right. nothing under it. No one's going to search for that. And don't do something that's huge, like hashtag red, because there right. are so many posts under there. No like one's going to see your 500 million
0: posts or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So
1: just find the happy medium, I would say, is above 20,000 and under a million. Okay. Learn that. So find what works in your niche
0: for that. And those are my tips. Those are so good. <laughs> and this is what is so interesting to me, because I felt in the beginning, I just thought... Instagram seemed kind of superficial, right? Like everybody has these perfect lives and they post, you know, all these beautiful photos. And then you get to know people and you realize, yeah, they're posting their highlight reel, right? It's not all perfect. And we all admit that, but it really is all about authenticity and connection. And I feel like you do that so well, Jenny, you connect with people, you're authentic and real and Don't you think that's the whole part of stories? You know, you post this gorgeous photo that has been edited and it's perfect. And then in stories, they can really get to know who you are and build that connection deeper. Don't you think? Exactly. Exactly.
1: You might really love, you know, how your spaghetti turned out at dinner and you want to take a photo of it and post it on your page. Please don't. Unless it's like really, really stylized. Please don't keep your feed pretty and share your spaghetti in your stories and that's yes. like, Oh my gosh she made spaghetti. Oh what what sauce did you use? <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> like that's how you connect with people. Is your stories you can be a goof. You can show your house messy. You can talk about the stuff that isn't pretty. Keep your feed pretty. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love love that. And I think Instagram was so smart to come out with stories because it just drew us in even more, you know, let's talk about motherhood because I know with anything, when you throw your heart and soul into it, we have to balance and you now have two children, a boy and a girl. And how, what does that look like, Jenny? Did you find that in the beginning it was hard to balance screen time? You know, We tell our kids off your phone, off your screen time, off the tablet, and I know you've got to put you've got to put the work in. You've got to build those relationships. So how do you balance that?
1: Hmm. It is a juggling act. It is all day long from morning till night. Spend time with the kids, get them set up, feed them, da, 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 da. And when they are set and they are in a good spot where I can walk away and they're playing and they're, they're safe and buckled up or whatever age they're at. You just go for it. You go to town. You know, okay, I'm going to take a photo. Clean, 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 take the photo. Catch up on your stuff on your phone and just, you know, fill in the nooks and crannies of your day and make it a priority that when they are set up, this is work time and you just kind of go back and forth all day long. My day is... It's a back and forth all day. The long. life There's-
0: of a work from home mom. I know it's I used true. to always think, what do those moms do all day that are home <laughs> all day long? I mean, how amazing would that be? And then I stayed at home and then I decided to work from home and it got really insane. But I don't know if you feel this way, but one of the things I love about working from home is that my kids get to see mom struggle to balance it. They get to see, you know, there are many times I have to apologize to them because of the way I'm not handling it well, but they see this work ethic that I am hopefully modeling for them and I think that's really a benefit from working from home, don't you think? I do
1: too. I never knew it would be something that I would be dealing with. But now that I'm knee deep in it, yes, I see that value. I see here's mommy. She is struggling with something, but look at how she overcomes it. Right, you know, And look at how she finishes it and sets work aside and comes right back to you. And you are my priority. It's hard. It's hard. You know, there are times I'm like, hold on, hold on. Mommy just has to do this. Hold on. It's work. Oh, it's work. But in general, that's the setup I like to show that mommy works hard and she's doing it for you.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. What do you think about the future for a clean prism life? I know you've kind of taken a break from coaching. Do you think you'll coach in the future? I feel like you should come out with a course. That would be really cool. I don't know. But have you thought about the future and what you're thinking for your account?
1: You know what? I haven't. I mostly am thinking about more beautiful photos and updating my home. Like we go through phases. You know, the farmhouse phase was really popular and it's just, it's kind of old news to me. I want something new and fresh and I can't go and just shop and read do a whole room overnight. It's a work in progress. So my goal is I'm going to be painting. I'm putting up a new mirror. Maybe, maybe I'll get a new couch and just constantly updating my house. I'm thinking about fall and Christmas and what am I going to do different, evolving. Yeah, exactly. Just, just showing more and more and evolving as a person and also showing more of my family and myself on my page and just, you know, being confident with that. I think there is such strength in being vulnerable, like we've talked about,
0: you know? Yeah, there really is. And I have seen a shift too in your page. I love seeing more of your kids and that lifestyle, I feel like is is changing as well on Instagram. You know, there's always these phases and right now we're in that crazy preset phase. So who knows what yeah. will happen? <laughs> yeah. How do you feel, and I think we can maybe end with this, but how do you feel as you're transitioning and and your style is transitioning? I know sometimes I'm overwhelmed and I look at these accounts and I'm like, okay, I like that room. Maybe I should just do my bedroom like that, but maybe it's not really me. And so then I've spent money on something that wasn't really my style. How do you figure out what your style is and not get distracted, you know, inspired, but not distracted by everything else that's out there?
1: That is a great, great question. And I would hate to be stuck in the cycle of feeling like I have to recreate and live up to what someone else has made. That's just, there's just no real true satisfaction in that yeah. in creating. Thing that's a copycat, you know what I mean? So, what I do, and I don't know if it's right or wrong, but it's what I do I pick out individual items that I love. And maybe it doesn't necessarily go with something else, or it's not the norm, but as long as it's a piece that I love and I like, you know, I like my wall color, I like that chair, I really like that lamp. It's very eclectic, but somehow it works it's me and I like each piece as is. And that's how I do it. I just build when I can afford something. <laughs> I mean, I don't get something like that's crazy and looks like right. completely different, but I go based off of what I like and individual things. Yeah.
0: I think Marie Kondo just like, let us fly free with our, does it spark joy? You know, um, yes! I, like this? I know for me, I mean, it really does. I'm in home goods and I'm like, okay, Wow, that's really beautiful. And I've seen that on Instagram. And I will stand there and I will look at it and be like, okay, does this spark joy? Like, come on, Marie, yes. you know, speak to me here. But I think that when we are like mindful about what we bring in our home, it just, gosh, it, for me, it brings peace.
1: Amen. You do not, and when you're walking through home goods, you don't have to be picturing your room as a whole. Exactly what you said. If you see a piece and it's like, okay, I, I just love that. I just do. It just makes me happy. There's something about it. Let yourself have it. Just let yourself, let yourself
0: go. It. That's right. Yep. <laughs> let yourself yep. go. Oh, man. Well, you guys can connect with Jenny at A Clean Prism Life on Instagram. I know she would love to say, hey. And Jenny's so great about always responding to comments and questions. And she does have an absolutely amazing feed. So you guys go connect with her there. And Jenny, I just appreciate you so much and your friendship and your inspiration. And, you know, it's a small world. Like, I can't believe here we are talking, right, years later, because you were this yeah. pretty to me and I'm just, I'm so appreciative to you. So thank you, my friend.
1: Ah, thank you for having me. Love you so much, Marianne.
0: Hey y'all. So if you would like to join our community on Facebook, we have a special group just for you. You can continue the conversation off the podcast online, simply join the life sunny side up podcast group. Just search in your groups, it'll come up and I will be so excited for you to be a part of this amazing community.